Hello and welcome to Rant, Raven Read with me. My name is Tessa and I will be discussing Storm by Serena Arcoid today. <laughs> Hopefully I said that right. Anyways, um, here is a trigger warning for swearing because it is a MC Motorcycle Club book. So I'm sure I'm going to have to drop some other words just because of what they say in the book. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in. So... A brief summary of, summary of this book is this is actually the eighth book I believe in this series and it's completely standalone because a lot of her fans don't like cheating and don't want to read a book with a cheating H, our hero. So uh, she made this book completely standalone in the um, in the series. So our hero's name is Storm and our heroine's name is Kira and essentially this whole book is just his redemption book. It's like him trying to not even so much win his wife back, but be a better man in general and be worthy of her because he never felt like he was worthy of her. So that's really what this book's about. I mean, I could go through plot points with you guys, but I think I'm just going to jump in to, to um, my opinions on certain things and kind of describe certain things that happened. Uh, Okay, so one of the first big things that uh, people talk about when they talk about this book is they talk about the padlock, the cock-piercing padlock, okay? And I'm not even quite sure how to describe this, except that he got a piercing instead of having just a regular, you know, jewelry piece or whatever barbell put in, he put in a padlock. And it's supposed to stop him from getting hard and I guess it's painful anyways he also got her name tattooed on him there because and then he gave her the key and so a lot of people think that he did this because he was he did he was scared he was going to cheat and so this book is okay so if you actually like read the whole series which I didn't read the whole series the only book I actually read all the way through I think was Stone's book and that's actually the heroine's name. I don't, I don't remember. I want to say the guy's name was Steel, but I could totally be wrong. But I skimmed the whole series just to get the tidbits I, about like Kira and Storm because I wanted their backstory. And so when I dived into this, I honestly thought that it was going to be like this hardcore cheater reader, like guy, like how is he supposed to come back from this? Because I mean... The hints that we got made him sound really, like, unredeemable. And so I was curious to see how this was going to go. And this went in a completely different way than I actually thought it was going to go. So he ends up getting this because he decides he's, like, going to prove to be a better man. But the whole point of this lock, like, this padlock, isn't so much because he he's scared he's going to cheat. That's not what it is. What it is is, so you find out in this that Storm is a recovering um, drug addict. And when he was doing, getting sober, essentially, he substituted one vice for another, which, so he started, so he became a sex addict. So he quit doing drugs, but he replaced drugs with sex. And he even, like, tells um, Kira that he was, like, masturbating up to, like, 20 times a day. Like, he had calluses and everything, but it didn't stop him. So the padlock is... I wouldn't say it was so much to stop himself from cheating, but it was so much to, like, break himself of this of his addiction is what I feel like it is. And then Kira had the key because he wanted her to realize that he was serious 
and that like he would never cheat again and he would but at this point she didn't even know he was a sex addict so I actually didn't know if that was a thing that like when you go through AA that you're supposed to be celibate for 12 months I didn't actually know if that was a thing so I googled that I'm not gonna lie to you guys I googled that and it is true it is it is it's an actual step I guess or not even a step but like almost a rule because they say that it's easy to substitute one vice for another so like if you start it's easy to give up alcohol and then turn to sex and then become a sex addict I guess that's like like common occurrence which I didn't know what I mean I don't know anybody in AA so I guess that's probably why I don't know but um anyway so someone once asked me like how would you describe this padlock and honestly like I in my mind, I just, I don't know how it would work. I would think, okay, that looks, sounds really painful, which it is. But then I, I also would, was thinking, man, like, how does he keep that clean? And he even says that it's, like, really hard to keep clean. So, like, in my mind, I'm not even sure if that's, like, how it really looks. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. I will, I did not Google that. I will not Google that because I don't think there's enough bleach in the world to take those images out of my mind. So, I didn't do that. If you, if you want to Google that, <laughs> you go right ahead. But I'm going to pass. So anyway, so that's essentially what this cock padlock piercing was about. Um, moving on. So in this book, it's like present tense and they do flashbacks. So this isn't in order of the book, but it's in order of like them being together. And so the first time he cheated, I honestly, in my opinion, and like everybody has a different opinion on cheating, but in my opinion, the first time he cheated with the club whore named Kendra, I don't think it was cheating. I think he was sexually assaulted. Okay. Cause she had left him. She was pregnant. I, she hadn't left him. She had run. She was pregnant with Sion and she ran because that's what she did when she was younger. She was a freak out and she would take off and he got high on LSD and he was in his room by himself and she just this Kendra came in and he was so out of it that he thought she was Kira like she, like because we get this in this point of view and she, and she he did think she, that she was Kira and he even called her his by Kira's name and Kendra she even answered when he said Kira baby is that you so she didn't actually use the word she's like hmm you know but she went along with it which I think we should like side note if you, any human being, if you go, you, you should never ever sleep with a person who cannot consent to sleeping with you, one, but if they call you by somebody else's names, you should definitely stop whatever you're doing. But anyway, so the next day he wakes up because he hears snoring and he thinks, oh, that's weird. Kira doesn't snore. And then he looks over and he sees Kendra and he like freaks out. And at this point, he doesn't even realize that he's cheated. Like he doesn't realize he had sex until he jumps up and he sees that he has, he still has a condom on. And so he gets really, really mad and he's upset and he's like guilt ridden. And he can't believe he did this because Kira is the love of his life. Like Storm is very, very devoted to Kira. Like he really is. I don't think there's a lot of H's that are like, he's borderline obsessed with her, and he even says that. Like, it's actually unhealthy how much he loves her and how obsessed with, he is with her and how, like, she's his whole world. And so, that was essentially the first cheating scene. Like I said, I didn't think that was cheating. Um, I honestly thought he was assaulted. I, I'm curious what your guys' opinions are on that scene. Like, let me know. 
like reach out even if you don't want to email you could always just comment on like the facebook page if you want so obviously um storm is really guilt ridden over this and um karen's calling him and she thinks she's miscarrying the baby but she ends up not having him she ends up not losing the baby obviously because she has scion and he ends up talking to bear which is the president of the club but it's like his dad essentially because he had a pretty he had a really horrible childhood so bear was married to renee and so this is obviously a flashback and they're talking and he's bears lets him know that he messed up and that um when renee had a miscarriage he had gotten a girlfriend in town when he when she got uh, like 11 months into this because she was depressed and she wasn't moving on and he ended up getting a girlfriend in town so he he had cheated on her and then like when she came back to him he got rid of the girlfriend i don't even know how renee found out about it but that um you know that you need to learn from your mistakes like man up let them know and then let it like never let it happen again essentially what was bear saying which i mean again another side note was anybody who's read this curious about Bear and Renee? Like, especially with, like, the time period of him cheating. So, he says, like, 11 months into her depression, he got a girlfriend. So, he didn't say he, like, had an, like, had an affair or he started sleeping around. He straight up said he had a girlfriend. So, that, like, makes me think he had an actual relationship with somebody. And he got her an apartment. And he, uh, so, like, did he love her or did he not love her? I know that, like... It seemed like he got rid of her when Renee, like when Renee came back, and then obviously there's a hint in. I'm pretty sure it's Steele's book where he says him and Renee are having this conversation, and he thinks to himself, "How could he have ever cheated on her?" And that he still feels guilty about that. And but I'm I'm very curious about that. Like I want to know how long was he with this girl? Like how how long was Renee like depressed? Like I, I, I would like the, I would love the backstory on that. I, I do I heard though that we probably won't get that because obviously if you've read the series and you know that Renee has passed away and um don't quote me on this, but someone had told me this Renee said that she will not write a non happily ever after, which is essentially what Baron Renee's book would be because Renee, you know, passes away. Moving back to Storm's story, sorry. Um so like present time, um Storm has moved and is in charge of a different club and he's actually a president and it's in a different state and it was kind of to get him out of the clubhouse and like out of that clubhouse and away from everything and a start new and Carrie didn't want to go with him but she ends up going after all the drama with like the pedophile and, and scion and everything and so they decided that it's a good idea to just start fresh and go there and so um you know when they're there they're trying to co-parent pretty and stuff. And I had a hard time because I felt like Scion like blamed Kira for everything. And it was like Kira was trying. She was doing the best she could with what she like with, with what was going on. She was doing the best that she could. And I felt like her like it's, it's unfair because she's only 11. But I kept on like thinking of her and um, if anybody's read the white like white pick and fence. Um, I kept on thinking of her or like Phil's oldest daughter where like Phil's oldest daughter always blamed Lena for his affair and it's like even when Cyan found out that like um the reason that 
Kira kicked Storm out was because he cheated, but he she still kind of blamed her mom. Like, it really was sad how she excluded her mom whenever she was, like, talking to her dad. And I give Storm props, because anytime she did that, like, he would bring it back and say, you know, that don't, don't do that. He always had Kira's back when it came to his daughter. But anyway, so they moved there together, and that's where, like, Storm tells her about his addiction and why he did what he did, like, well, his addiction and then, um, the pet luck and stuff. Um... So then moving on, uh, I'm going to jump. So they're, they're not even, they're just coexisting essentially right now. Like they're staying in the same house and everything, but they have separate rooms. Um, Kira's actually dating. Um, I wouldn't say it was a boyfriend. She only went on a date, but she ends up sleeping with that guy. And during this time, uh, Storm just, I guess, wants to be friends. He wants to have a good relationship because he says that he knows he could ever make up for everything he did. So, during this time, Rex, which is Bear's son, which is also the president of the other club, he comes to visit. Well, he came because Bear had passed away. And I am not going to lie, like, this whole conversation he had with Kira, like, really pissed me off. So, she went on this date, and she ended up sleeping with this guy. And then she felt really guilty. Even though she she shouldn't feel guilty is what she said, but she felt guilty because she still loves Storm. And so... Uh, Rex just kind of, I don't know. He just, I didn't, I, I, this, the whole conversation made me mad. Like, he, I know he was like having storms back and everything, but he was just like pretty much calling her a shit wife is how I took it. Like, you don't know everything he's done for you. And like him cheating doesn't cancel all the good things he's done for you. And that she never tried and all this other stuff. And it, it made me mad because like, if you get, Kara's backstory it's like she came from a very religious household but it was a religious household with her dad who was a hypocrite like a very big hypocrite like she found out that her dad was cheating on her mom and she told her mom and her mom's like pretty much said thank god it's not like he's finding his satisfaction somewhere else and it's not me it's better her than me so it makes you wonder just how cruel and messed up her dad really was and we never really know we know that like he hit her we know that when she got pregnant with scion that um her mom was terrified like her mom was scared she's like i don't know what i i i I, I don't know if i can protect you from this and like she actually pees on the stick to prove it's negative because they had both hit her and then she left and she took off she called storm and she got kicked out and then they they pretty much exiled her after that she was like you're dead to us um and unbeknownst to her this whole time her dad is like behind the scenes making it really difficult for them to have a good life because he's mad and he makes everyone he tells everyone that he knows that his daughter's a whore and it was just it was a really messed up situation so when Kira got with Storm she was only 19 so she's 19 that's her first real boyfriend she ends up getting pregnant she gets kicked out of her house because she won't get an abortion and it wasn't a good situation anyways and then she gets married and it's like everything's up in the air you know right is left left is right and she doesn't know what's going on so i don't think rex laying that on her was fair like she because he made her feel like everything in their marriage was kira's fault they she didn't try and that's like she said it takes two people to break a marriage and that's true but i think a lot of her like yeah she was immature and she probably was selfish with some of the things that she did, but at the same time, she didn't know any better. She was 19 and Storm was seven years older than her. 
you know, and Storm purposely kept her separated from the club. And she didn't know any better. Like, she was sheltered growing up and she was young and she didn't know to, I guess, exert herself and say, hey, I want to go because, I mean, she didn't want to go. She thought it was an evil, the club was an evil place, was a bad place, was a place that you didn't want to be there. It was a place you don't want to take your family. So it's just a place where the men did illegal things and slept and cheated on their wives, you know? And that's what she thought because that's kind of what she was told growing up and Storm never told her any different. So I think it was really unfair of Rex to sit there and just like tear her. I felt he was tearing her apart. I don't know if you guys did, but like my opinion on that, that, that whole conversation pissed me off. You know, it really did. So right or wrong, I will say that that conversation with Rex gave Kira the push she needed to actually talk to Storm and find out the truth about what really went down and what didn't go down, you know, since she never really confronted him about it and asked him. And so she asked him how many times he actually cheated on her and he told her probably five times, but there could be a couple that he doesn't remember because he was high. And she had, she like, cue the, Rot, the Ross and Rachel gif of we're on a break because she says, well, if you, if you go by that standard, then it wasn't really cheating. And he said that he owed their marriage more than that. So essentially what would happen is like Kira would run, he would get high, he would cheat, he would think it was Kira. And I don't really know how I feel about him saying like every time that he cheated like he thought he was sleeping with his wife because I mean he did tell Rex that too so it's kind of hard to doubt him but at the same time it's like a little bit far-fetched in my opinion to think that every single time he was with another woman he thought it was his wife but I will say that first that first time with Kendra he 100% sure thought it was his wife like there was no doubt in my mind about that probably because he got his point of view maybe if we had his point of view with the others it would I would feel different about it but anyways, so they start talking about that and then she tells him that she doesn't want to be like they were before, that she wants to be his partner. She wants to have an equal relationship. She wants him to like rely on her and if things get hard and he feels like he's going to relapse, she wants him to come to her. She doesn't want secrets anymore. You know, she wants to be open and honest and she wants to get to know him again and she wants to kind of build a new relationship with him. And so that's what happens is they start building on their relationship and working on things and essentially dating they're living together obviously but they're dating because he's still trying no he's not trying he is I guess I should say celibate in the sense that he's not getting any type of gratification like he still does things with Kira but he doesn't get anything in return anyways everything's going good and then Kendra comes and visits well she gets sent there because she was causing problems at the other clubhouse and she goes and she's goes straight to the diner that Kira's working at and she starts like talking mad crap and saying that Storm called her there and at this point Kira knows like that she's full of shit and that she's making things up and she's just trying to like drive a wedge between them so they get into a pretty big fight and like Kira pretty much kicked her ass it was pretty, it was pretty intense until she headbutted her and then knocked them both out which I mean still even before that she was she was the victor in that fight and so you know they they that happens and then they send Kira wherever they send or not Kira Kendra wherever they send Kendra I think it was a hotel waiting for Rex to get back to him and they're still dating doing their own thing and then what happens is there's uh essentially uh 
Kendra or yeah, Kendra start like stages a home invasion because she wants to kill Kara because she's in love with Storm and she wants Storm. Yeah, so that obviously doesn't go as planned, and she ends up dying, and Kara's the one that ends up killing her. But after that, they end up having a big talk, and they talk about what actually led to um, Kara kicking out Storm, and what it was was it was he had a birthday and he went on his birthday he went to go see his mom and his mom was dying and her his mom's just evil and she he she purposely stuck him with a dirty needle and said well i might be dying but you're dying now too and then he ends up killing his mom well he's freaked out thinking he has hiv or something and that he's gonna die so he has been staying away from the house and just been staying at the clubhouse and Kira finally had enough and she's like goes to go get him and bring him home because she's sick of it and she runs into Kendra and Kendra starts just mouthing off about how her and Storm have been in a relationship for years and that he didn't want to be with Kira and that he thought that she was weak and that's why he didn't want another baby with her and that they had a baby but they had to get an abortion because something wasn't right with the baby and just a whole bunch of bullshit and this is like the final straw for Kira because she's thinking I don't want to be like my mom I don't want to stay with a man who cheats on me I don't want to stay I don't like what kind of an example is that setting for my daughter so she kicks him out and they talk about all of that and then you know Storm is really pissed because he's like that never happened he says the, he told her I swear to you I slept with her that one time which I told you guys before I really feel like he was sexually assaulted like <laughs> yeah and um it was sad though because during that home invasion like one of his club brothers died and they his old lady died too and they had a son kelly that was close to scion's age so uh storm and care end up pretty much adopting him and then they have two more kids and then it ends like you know the rest is just like they're, they're living happily ever after and then the ending is like 44 years later so they're in their i think 70s you know like late 70s early 80s and Kara has pancreatic cancer and she has like four three to four weeks to live and it's funny well, it's not funny but it's like there's a trigger warning and it's like it can end with this like happily ever after you know or you can go forward and see how their story really ends and she says you know like either way it's like a happy happy ending I guess essentially like if you read the the chapter I'm going on about like where she has the cancer then you are uh it's very bittersweet. Like, for me, I felt like it was happily ever after either way. But this one was really bittersweet. So she has cancer. She has, like, three or four weeks to live. And Storm doesn't want to live in a world without Kira. So he plans... They plan, like, a joint suicide, essentially. And Kira tries to talk him out of it. But he doesn't want... Like, he like he told her, he goes, I, there's, there is no Storm without his Kira. And he doesn't want to live without her. So they plan one last bike ride. And they essentially just like veer off the road and get thrown from the bikes. And that's what happens. But the last thought is of Storm saying, eternity isn't scary when you have your soulmate by your side. So it was, eternity wasn't frightening when you had your soulmate at your side. I just went to, that's a direct quote. I just went to go check my Goodreads review because I actually wrote that in there. Because I, I thought that was a very bittersweet line and I, I love it. It actually sticks out it it always sticks out in my mind. So like at the end of the day I like I enjoyed this book. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I would recommend it to anybody that wants a marriage in trouble, second chance romance type book. Um there isn't any cheating in the present tense, you know, and honestly it's kind of in the eye of the beholder of how you feel about this book when it comes to the cheating. 
it's like personal preference and what you feel and don't feel uh so that's what i think about storm um next week's book on monday is actually going to be the golden dynasty by Kristen ashley and it was actually a recommendation from susan she said it was one of her favorite books and i have i haven't read this one so i just finished a Kristen ashley binge so i was unsure if i wanted to read another one but i downloaded the sample and got totally got sucked in so i'm a quarter of the way through so if you haven't read it yet and you want to read along with me go right ahead and if you have read it um let, and you want to let me know what you think about it uh go ahead and you can email me in the episode the by the email in the episode description or you could you know comment on the facebook page if you want either way um until then um i'll see you later